Well, hello and welcome back to the podcast. I haven't done one of these in quite a while, so <laughs> we're gonna we're just gonna jump right back in and go in with a topic that's pretty close to home and we're gonna go in and start talking about athletic coaches. Now I bet a good chunk of you that are listening to the podcast have either played on a sports team, had assuming those played on a sports team, whether it was swimming or even dancing or football or basketball or whatever sport it was that you played coaches have were probably a really big part of either why you loved or you hated that sport or they're probably both of those options coaches you have a very strong love-hate relationship and it's always going to be like that and it's just the way that it is so today we are going to specifically talk about athletic coaches and just the community around them and what it it takes to be a coach and what coaching really means past just telling people what they need to be doing to become better athletes. Um, the reason that I chose this topic was because I have been in sports from the time that I was six until now, so 12 years of playing sports, I've had my fair share of coaches, and I've had some really great coaches and I've had some coaches that I didn't quite vibe with which is okay they did their thing I learned from them but I just let's just say I wouldn't go back and compete for them anymore but as my journey in athletics came to an end in high school I realized that I didn't want to be done but I didn't want to play on a collegiate level So I started coaching, and I started to coach a junior high team, which was one of the most fun and most stressful experiences of my life, which you wouldn't think it would be. It's a bunch of junior high kids. How hard could it be? But any athletic at any level is intense, and it only gets more and more intense the older you get, but you have to start somewhere. So today I wanted to dive into what it takes to be a successful coach. When athletes think of coaches, we just think of the people that are pushing us harder and harder and harder than we ever imagined that we could be pushed. And we love them for it, but it's also a hard thing to take from someone else who's not doing it actively with you all the time and who's just telling you what to do and no one likes that. But we got to accept it. And so I did some research into what it ta- it takes to be a good coach and I found an article um entitled Special What Makes a Good Coach: Competitive Advantage and Mental Toughness. It was published in 2017, so it's pretty recent and it just goes into these different qualities that it takes to be a coach and what you really have to be as a human if you want to be a successful coach. You can't just be someone who wants to berate other people and who only cares about the sport. You have to care about the individuals as well. And one of the really big things is you have to be a motivator. You can try and get people to do what you want, but if you aren't trying to do it in a motivational way and from a motivational place in your heart, your athletes aren't going to get anything out of it. You can tell when someone is telling you what to do because they want you to do better and they want you to be the best that you can be and you can tell when someone's just doing it to do it and that is the big difference between a coach 
and just someone telling you what to do. And as a athlete and a coach and someone who's seen other athletes go through this, you want to be there and perform for the people that are coaching you, not the ones that are just telling you what to do. And this article, since it was written from coaches, it is a different perspective on it than most people get. Most people don't become coaches later in life and are only seeing that one-sided just side to every argument that there is in every circumstance that you're in and the athlete always thinks that they're right and so does the coach and so you have to have a tough shell as a coach and as an athlete that's another personality trait that this article talked about is you have to be able to be compassionate but you also have to be able to say the tough information you can't just be nice all the time but and you can't just play bad cop all the time it has to be a good cop and bad cop within one person now coaching isn't just about being able to connect with people on a personal level which is a big part of it but you also have to be trained and have to have knowledge about the sport that you're coaching there is a website called professional coaching association of idaho it is a website that's dedicated to the coaching Um, of Idaho athletics in terms of school athletics so the Boise School District and other districts in Idaho follow these guidelines and there is so much training that goes in you have to be CPR certified and you have to go through specific training per sport and you have to know all of the rules and deal with all of the district requirements to be a coach so it's not just someone being able to walk up and want to start coaching you have to have requirements you have to fit the personality but you also have to fit the requirements to be a coach now going into why I really chose this topic is as an athlete I always wanted to know what made my coaches want to coach it never seemed like it was a ton of fun and even as a coach now it's not the most fun but it is one of the most rewarding fulfilling activities that you will ever participate in so i went to boise high school in boise idaho and interviewed two of their coaches aaron della who is a basketball coach for the girls basketball team as well as a teacher in the mathematics department at Boise High and Paul Parado who is a basketball coach for the boys basketball team and a health coach or health teacher at Boise High School. In interviewing both of them one of the main questions that I asked was why do you coach and one of the main reasons for um, Aaron Della was because she had played basketball all throughout her life and was playing in college but As soon as she was done with college, she didn't want her journey and her life to end with basketball quite yet, and she continued to coach. So hers was out of a love of the sport and wanting to still be involved in a way where she was able to compete and just feel that sense of team and community. Whereas with Paul Parado, in talking to him about why he coaches, he comes from a place of wanting to help other people. He finds that coaching is a way to help others. As he said, 
To be a good coach is to be someone who is supportive in every aspect of someone's life. So he really started to coach because he thought that he could impact someone else's life as a coach had impacted his life earlier on. Now, when it comes to coaching, there are different benefits to it. And both of the coaches that I spoke to at Boise High agreed that it gives you something to focus on. In coaching, it's not just on the court or on the field. It's all of the practices and all of the meetings that come along with it and the wins and the losses and all of that goes into coaching, which is one of the greatest parts of it is it keeps you busy in a productive, healthy way. In the process of doing all of this, it gives everyone who wants to coach and who is coaching a chance to impact someone else's life whether you think they are or not your coaches have impacted your life if you've ever had one whether it was good or for bad they made some change in your life now coaching in itself is only part of of the journey with athletics it teaches you teamwork And if you were ever in a sport, you know, unless it was an individual sport, and even then you were still a part of a team or a club, but athletics teach you about teamwork and compassion and being able to learn to adapt and work with people, which is one of the most important, in my opinion, characteristic traits that you will ever learn in your entire life. When I was a swimmer, I swam competitively for 10 years. And when I swam, it was a very individual sport, but we were still a team, whether we wanted to be or not at times. And it would always be the swim meet weekends when we were up the earliest and went to bed the latest and were the most tired and exhausted and frustrated with the sport. Those weekends are the weekends that we all looked forward to because we got to be with our team and we got to help each other through winning our races and losing our races and our coaches were there for us and it was that sense of community that allowed us to be the athletes that we wanted to be now coaching it is meant for specific type of people not anyone can be a coach but that's okay because if you don't think that you fit into the categories that or the characteristics that i had listed before It's okay. Coaching isn't meant for everyone. It takes a special type of person to be willing and able to coach. I hope you liked the podcast and I hope you learned something a little bit more about coaching and athletics and what it really takes to be a good, healthy coach to a team. And if you've ever considered coaching, don't be afraid to reach out. I'm happy to answer any questions and there are hundreds of resources that are willing to come and help you and work through this process with you. But I hope I'll see you next time. Bye.